0: It's Lydia and Dina, and welcome to Like a Virgin, the podcast where we talk about all of our firsts. Hi, welcome to our first episode. Back. I know the girlies. I know the dolls miss Retweet, and Retweet isn't dead. Retweet it isn't dead. dead. We need to reiterate that she'll be she'll be coming back. But we are here with a new concept, a new podcast, a new idea, and we hope you guys love it.
1: Yes, so since the pandemic, we've been going through a lot of firsts. I mean, we've been going through a lot of firsts our whole entire life, and we'll be going through firsts for the rest of our lives. But today, we've come to talk about our first time a situation should have ruined our lives.
0: Like, if you are not screaming, sliding on the wall, shitting, throwing up, crying.
1: Waking up, know. creeping your hoe, <laughs> then starting your day. Then you don't know. You, cannot, you, can't do you can't relate to us, but I feel like a lot of you can. And if you I can't, know. you're going to. That's the that's the real issue. Is you always are going to experience a situationship that's going to ruin your life.
0: As my good friend Mimi would say, situationship this,
1: situationship that. How about you situate yourself with a job? No period. <laughs> oh, I could have gotten doing. a job with all the time <laughs> that I spent creeping people that I was in situationships with and screenshotting what well, oh lydia no. she will screenshot the photo and leave it on her phone you know what's crazy <laughs> i have like ten thousand photos and my camera roll and it's not anything but like screenshot some conversations screenshot profile screenshot the story screenshot the tweet like it's actually messed up and i mean like if you've listened to retweet before we definitely
0: have been screenshot warriors like I used to screenshot every single conversation that was happening with someone that I cared about that said something that's something nice and I've changed my mind about that I actually think that's extremely unhealthy and you need to delete the screenshots from your camera roll like you do not need to be paying four dollars for iCloud to save those screenshots like i know
1: (laughs) i know and it's toxic because like i know i keep those screenshots because i want to like relive the moment like Mm -hmm. there are some screenshots i have that are like okay i get why i took a screenshot of that like this person was like professing their love in a very fake deep way that i wanted to believe was real but some of them it's like hey at like 1 a.m and i took the timestamp, just the hey and screenshot it's like you don't need that it's irrelevant
0: now it was dropped in the group chat. But yeah, I think as a spring-summer cleaning moment, delete some screenshots, gals. Like, it's not worth it to have it in your phone. It it does feel nice to look back on, but at a certain point, it does lose its luster, and there'll be someone else that replaces those
1: screenshots. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's always like gag worthy when you look at your first situation ship, like screenshots for a situation from a long time ago. And you're like, why did I care? Why did I literally on my burner creep their friend and like find this like random photo they took of them in like the streets, screenshotted it and was gagged about it. It's like, this is too much. And like it's something that they're not posting on their main, and then maybe it's something that, like that's the funniest part of having a situation ship is like finding their friends and finding photos their friends took of them. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about specifics. Let's talk about our first situationships, how we got into them, and how they made us feel.
0: My first situationship, I was 19. We met at a bar and The lights had come up. It was the end of the night. Everyone was kind of going home, and which is like crazy because I don't remember the last time I stayed at a club long enough for the. I know, crazy, yeah. Like when you're young and you're 19, is your first couple times going out. You're like you are in that bitch until they kick you the fuck out. But yeah, this person just like asked for my number, and then we started talking and realized that we went to the same university and stuff like that. And then off the bat, I asked them. Like, what are you looking for? And they were essentially were like, I'm not looking for anything serious. And I knew that going into this, but this is like the first time that I had really genuinely like had a crush on someone and it was, it was seemingly being reciprocated. And so I was like, okay, whatever, like I'll change their mind. It's fine. And then the months went by and their mind wasn't changed. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's usually and then, happens. <laughs> yeah, you just, you end up heartbroken and that's kind of the story. OK, I
1: feel like my truest situationship, like my actual truest situationship, the first time is when I moved to Toronto. I met this guy off of a dating app. He was like my first quote unquote situationship. And honestly, that really was like the first time I was like in a space where I found someone attractive and they found me attractive back. OK, did I like like this person as much as I might have thought I did? Probably not. But it did, like, ruin me in a way where, like, I think when you're, like, dating for the first time, it's, like, very hard to understand that, like, you don't need to pick up the first person who's, like, attracted to you. Like, I think yeah. I was just kind of in that context. Like, I was just in that headspace where I was like, oh, well, this person is, like, really cute. And, like, I they find me cute, so, like, let me get involved. And I think I just, like, overthought it so much. And every interaction was, like, so intense to me at the time. And I, like, ghosted them, actually, because <laughs> I was so fearful of, like, basically being dumped, even though this person was, like, so intense. Um, but then I had, obviously, a couple, not too many situationships afterwards. I feel like I just had, like, random dates, and then they never, like, reached a fruition. But then I had an, a real situationship that ruined my life in very genuine genuine ways that honestly like the story goes like I just lost the plot like that is like the greatest way to describe the situation ship like I lost the plot like it was somebody who was like my reply guy and no one knew who this person was I didn't talk about this person because they were irrelevant like I only started talking about it with my friends when shit hit the fan. And everyone was like, "Who? who is this person? How did they come out? And I had to explain the whole story because I like did not care about this person until it started getting what felt like kind of emotionally like jarring for me. And basically they had a lot of false promises and I was heartbroken about the false promises because I thought that I had met someone who like, was going to be my match for the very first time. And I think that's kind of like the idea around situationships is you're like, okay, I met someone who's going to be my match. Um, Hopefully they'll be my partner. And then now I'm left to dust because I like don't even get that. Because like situationships aren't people you want to date with once or twice or even three times. Like to me, a situationship is like someone you have been interacting with and actually are like preloading into like a relationship.
0: And it's hard, too, because it gets to a point where it's, like, you're emotionally compromised, and either this thing ends or it, you know, progresses into the next stage of a relationship. You can't stay in that situation forever. Like, it's you're in limbo. For sure, yeah, you're in limbo, yeah. And it's, like, you can't move forward either because... There's so many what ifs and you didn't get to see the bad parts of this person when it comes to a relationship. You don't get to see the ways that you're incompatible. You're just left with like the potential of something, right? It's the potential of something. And that's why we love to have crushes. And that's why it's fun to have a crush is someone gives you like positive reinforcement, but it's not consistent right so it's yeah. like you're, you're always wanting for it and it's like you can't even set up a boundary or you can't even set up like I, I have this need because you're not in a relationship where you can really express your needs so it's almost like you're just chasing at like the next hit you're chasing yeah. at, like, the next hit of validation or the next you know nice text that you get that you want to screenshot and it's like that's yeah. just like not a sustainable way
1: to live like babe have you ever watched uh he's just not that into you yeah (laughs) like when the i think honestly though it's like so crazy because that movie is like obviously, like, a hyperbole, but it's true. Like, in the movie, they were talking about how one of them characters is like, well, you know, I, oh, I, like, dated this guy, and he was terrible, but I kept dating him because, you know, I have a friend of a friend of a friend who dated this guy who was a loser, and then all of a sudden they started dating, and they were perfect for each other, and then it worked out for her. And it's like, they we always hear these stories of, like, people dating losers, <laughs> and then- <clears throat> Are treating them badly. And then all of a sudden, they're in a happy relationship. And like, I feel like a lot of times when I ask people, and this is something I ask a lot too, is when people are in relationships, I'm always like, oh, how'd you guys meet? And they'll like, always be like, little laugh and be like, oh my goodness, this person was terrible to me in the beginning. But then all of a sudden, we're like, we're dating and like, it's perfect. And so you get these stories in your head and you're like, well, maybe I'll ride this situation because maybe this will be the loser that is, does it sucks right now? But then, all of a sudden, they'll like me and then we'll, we'll like date if you have a ever after.
0: Yeah, that's not realistic for a lot know, that of us. Like, yeah, that's, that sounds like a white woman's path.
1: It is. <laughs> it's totally a white woman's path. Like that just
0: doesn't seem realistic to the rest of us. And I do feel like once you allow someone to have complete access to you without commitment, it's like there's no incentive for them to want to be committed to you.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I feel like I've just heard like so many white women being like, oh my God, you should have seen Justin before we started dating. (laughs) You know, he used to dress so badly and he used to like be unemployed. And then these women like fix these men. They like whip them into shape and then they're like their boyfriend all of a sudden. But like that's actually a really good point about you're never gonna get what you want if you're just like allowing this person to kind of get what they want and compromising your boundaries. And that's like when I honestly realized like. The last situationship that I was in that ruined that like honestly really ruined my life, how I had to like pull back like I was in a situation where like this person had like so much access to me in terms of like, communicating also just like the internet, obviously me and Dina are people who talk on the internet. And that can be a bit overwhelming for some people but some people like will latch onto and like it's almost not enough it's like they need more and more and more and more and this person asked for so much and I had to like block them because I was like oh my gosh like I like if I let this person have any bit of access to me they are gonna keep wheeling themselves in and so when I did that it had to be like my own prerogative But I still, like, honestly was, like, so miserable. I feel like I did that as a game to, like, seem like I was, like, okay. And that I was, like, I just didn't want to, like, lose. Again, this is, like, the same way I, like, basically ended the last situation that I was in. Like, the first one I talked about where Mm -hmm. I ghosted the man because I, like, didn't want him to ghost me. For some reason, I was on, like, I was, I, like, thought that was going to happen. I will, like, always back up first, even though I'm, like, ruined by it. And it took me, like, months to get over it like literally months and even when I kind of found myself getting over it I like was kind of obsessed with being heartbroken by <laughs> the end of it so this was something that I learned also by like the situation that broke my heart being heartbroken is like kind of similar to being like so infatuated because they're both like such extremes mm-hmm. that like at the actual threat to a situation situationship is like being neutral about it because you're yeah. like you don't have anybody to creep anymore like life isn't as interesting or as adrenaline rushed out as it used to be like it's you're kind of at a place where you're like I don't care anymore and that was like way more intimidating to me I think to be just left left alone with yourself yeah that was like way mm-hmm. worse At the time, because I was like, well, at least I have like a heartbroken story to talk about and at least I have like something to do and I have like, I have a reason to like glow up, I have a reason to kind of like, flex. Mm -hmm. And when you're like left to just like flex because you should, and like Mm -hmm. not because you have like a reason, it's like a lot more challenging. Yeah,
0: I get what you're saying. It, it can be, you can get addicted to like the feelings of intense emotions, whether it be positive or negative, whether it be that text that you get or it be that like wallowing in self-pity or heartbreak or whatever the feeling may be. Yeah. And also just like the relatability of like songs and movies and art. When you're yeah. like, it too, it's kind of like...
1: <laughs> it's kind of this idea, idea where it's like love and hate. It's kind of more similar than we think. It's like the mm-hmm. real the rate like if you actually dislike someone you would be just be like neutral about them yeah like apathy is worse than apathy is worse yeah yeah and then like, like an I act of hate way about situation trips. and i also think like not to say that like people who unfortunately are never been in relationships um are <laughs> Us. like are yeah and ourselves are like the problem but like i do think that sometimes like you know like when you're with your friend it's fun okay but it's not always like extreme like it's sometimes you're just chilling with your friend it's not always like there's not the up the highs and the highs and the lows and the lows sometimes i'm like maybe like adrenaline junkinism is like kind of a symptom of like never having a relationship because it's like the idea of like being comfortable with someone and just like sitting on the couch watching tv isn't what I like was trying to recreate by those texts <laughs> like what Absolutely, I was trying to yeah. recreate by those
0: texts yeah there is definitely like uh, a feeling of being addicted to the drama because also like what drama feels like too sometimes is like well they care well they Absolutely, care shows, yeah they care and if that's in this extreme way if that is through this extreme up and down if that is through
1: this extreme inconsistency like I'll take what I can get Yeah, exactly. Because there are moments with your situationship that you are just like chilling, like nothing's happening. But I don't care about that. I was not screenshotting that. I don't care about that. It's like, I want the like intenseness. And when things do get to a place of like extreme
0: comfortability with a situationship that tends to be when I start to check out because I'm like, why am I in this? I'm not, we're not in a committed relationship. So I shouldn't like, I should be feeling the highs and the highs and the lows and the lows. I should be feeling the passion. I should be feeling the drama. If I wanted stability, I would just be in a committed relationship. Right. So I feel like that's, what i'm saying with situationships and having an expiry date it's like you can't be in this limbo of a relationship there's bitches on twitter being like i've been in a situation for two years that's embarrassing I'm like, that is crazy yeah
1: that's too much that is like literally that is crazy babe that is crazy that is crazy yeah. well how long i guess like would you expect to be in a situationship before someone calls you quiz? down yeah i feel like four to five months is like yeah absolutely but honestly, especially if you're seeing someone like once a week, talking to them every day, maybe like three months, but... I feel like you know if you want to date someone after like a month. I don't know. Yeah, I do know that. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I just feel but like it's like... It's it's not that you... I don't think you
0: have to get committed in that short time frame, but you do have to be you on do the know, same though. page. Yeah, like you have to yeah. be on the same page
1: about what you guys want. I also think that a complicated thing about situationships too, is I find that people will say what they think you want to hear in order to get intimacy back mm-hmm. from you, even if they don't necessarily mean it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's something I've battled with, with situations just my entire life is like, did they really mean what they said when they said that thing? Like, did they really like me? I do think there are nuances. That's one thing that I will say I learned. Just because someone didn't choose you doesn't necessarily mean they didn't feel those ways. I think yeah. obviously, though, at the end of the day, you need someone who's going to say those things and choose you. It's not enough to just mm-hmm. say those things. But I don't think that like, I think that's just always like, the thing that happens after a situationship ends, you're like, was it even real? Like, did this person even like me? Did they even mean that? And it's like, well, maybe they did. Like, they probably did. Like, they probably liked you enough to have stuck around for the situationship, to be honest. like, Yeah, it doesn't mean they have the capacity, the faculties.
0: Because there are certain people that will just say exactly how they feel, even if they know that they can't, they don't have the ability to follow through with it. Whereas for for someone like me, and I feel like for someone like you, even if I felt some way, and I knew that I couldn't, back it
1: up with my actions I would just keep it to myself absolutely because we're mentally stable but sometimes (laughs) low-key I'm like I just feel like I I also feel like it's a symptom of people who don't like have partners usually it's like I don't know I just don't be like saying shit like I want to be with you and don't mean it like that's crazy like that's actually crazy I like the fact that they have to make you like feel crazy is actually crazy yeah. like no I caught jail jailed all of you death to all of you
0: the second situation ship that I was in that ruined my life it was a very emotionally manipulative situation but would always tell me the things I wanted to hear even if the action didn't line up with it so it that's why I feel like it took me so long to separate myself from that specific situation because they were just extremely manipulative and they knew exactly what I wanted to hear and they made me feel like the connection that we had was something really really special and in retrospect I'm like I'm sorry it when you're in it it does feel like connection is finite and you're not going to find this type of connection again and it's like babe you've done it before you'll do it again there's
1: so many people that you can connect with leave that two-year situationship today yeah no Please. honestly and it's so that is a really good point because I also talked to my other friend who is leaving a ship, and it's like sometimes when you meet someone they're your hope they're like oh my gosh like you are the person I've been looking for like how could I have met someone so we connect so easily. We speak like it's so fluid. Like this connection is so unreal. Like I can, I've been there. And the truth is, is like, you really will find more. I hate to say that. But like, if I could go back in time and tell myself one thing is like, if this happens to you now, it will happen to you again. I don't care if your first situation ship mm-hmm. is when you're 30, 40, 22, whatever, it will happen to you again. Because I don't know. You can't just connect to one person. Polyamorous people did snap with that. You actually can't just connect with one person. Okay.
0: Have you had the experience of seeing your situationship get into a relationship like after you, essentially? Yeah. And it's like, how does that make you feel? And how do you parse out that experience? You
1: really do need to remind yourself, like the person who is capable of doing that to you is dating somebody else. Okay, sure. But no one can like, can switch up like that honestly yeah like
0: their character is their character they're yeah still the same like person.
1: don't be fooled like if someone is a bad person okay I'm not gonna say they're a bad person but if someone is like not like res- a respectable partner like just because they're booed up mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they've changed and honestly like not only did I see the person that as in a situation get into another relationship I also saw them break up and no longer follow each other so it's like what like am I like I almost you almost got saved you almost got saved and you should almost rejoice that you got to eat like you basically got to like get the good parts about them without having to commit to them also okay so
0: I'll say I had a really different experience because the first person that I was ever in a situationship with I actually like I can't say that they're a bad person I think that they're a good person and I think there's ways to have a situationship that are like ethical and you're doing good shit and you're communicating and everything like that but they just didn't want to be in a relationship with me like that's kind of the point blank period of the situation is or maybe it was the timing I don't know I can lie to myself and say maybe it was the timing but a year later after I had ended things a year later they were in a relationship so for me it was really really difficult to see them get into a committed relationship because that's everything that i wanted and i thought that we had had this connection but they didn't want to commit to me right and i think during the whole situation they acted really kindly towards me they treated me with respect it's not a situation that i regret um the only thing i regret is that i was so young and i gave so much of my own agency to another person and so much of my own because i really wasn't respecting the boundaries and the type of relationship that I wanted to have. But when I was in the relationship and I was experiencing intimacy and I was experiencing closeness, I didn't want to let go of that, right? So I was willing to compromise what I actually wanted for intimacy and like I think that situationships can be like they they serve a purpose right they make sense when you're in a place where you can't be in a committed relationship for whatever reason which is completely valid as long as you're like communicating and making sure that you're not leading people on and making sure that you're not doing things out of your own ego like we're the people that we're talking about previously that we had bad experiences with so like I don't think wanting to be in a situationship is inherently a negative thing and I do think that there are ways that you can go about it that are completely ethical and like you're not a bad person but it's when you're emotionally manipulating the person that you're with and you're asking for more than you know the guidelines of a situationship would entail that it gets messy and especially when you're like you're dealing with another person's
1: emotions yeah no I agree and I think also it goes like if you're Someone who also like hasn't dated a lot and you go into a situation with someone who's dated a lot. I also think that sometimes like contexts aren't understood. Like every person has like an individual, like set list of like triggers and I don't know, emotional needs and like language as like I might feel like it's not a big deal to say, Oh my god, I love you. Mm-hmm. And then someone might be like, Oh my god, I can't believe she said that. It's like because we're different people and we have different contexts, sometimes I do have to give like the other people like grace and knowing that like, maybe just they didn't understand my context because Mm -hmm. someone is looking at you, especially if they're attracted to you and they might think like, oh, they probably get hit on all the time. They probably are seeing a lot of other people. Sometimes in situationships that isn't always communicated, which is like a bad thing, obviously. But um, like, for example, I'm someone who like, just not as much anymore, but I think when I was a lot not even a lot younger, like a year ago and then younger, just like had a lot of like growing up ugly trauma I had to like really work through when I just had a chip on my shoulder that I really needed to like get over. No, I agree. And I think it's so interesting
0: that um, you were talking about the different contexts because I have definitely noticed that of when you're interacting with someone that's been in a lot of relationships, they sometimes replicate what a committed relationship dynamic would be whereas because for them that's their that's their reality and that's normal and even if it's not committed that's just kind of the way that they move about um their relationships but for me i'm like this is like fucking a lot like this is you're doing a lot you're expecting a lot from me because
1: i've never had to give that level of commitment to anyone if you're hurting from a situation trip uh you can't avoid it like this is it this is your reality like you are in the sunken place right now you are sad and there's nothing you're gonna do to like to speed it up so I guess like what is our advice to people who are like going through it in a situation trip who are like totally obliterated someone's broken their heart now that we've had that experience
0: I will say that romantic relationships oftentimes mimic your parental wounds. And so I think a situationship exacerbates things because you don't have someone to comfort you. You don't really have someone to go to with those issues and say, this is what the relationship is bringing up for me and have that comfort and have that kind of solace in a committed partner. Right. So I think it's completely normal, especially when a situationship is ending to like literally crumble. And I think it's completely normal for it to feel like more gut-wrenching than even relationships that you've been in, because it is, there is so much potential involved and you really don't know the bad because you haven't experienced it. You haven't ex- experienced commitment with someone. I, I think it's normal to have like a, a grieving process and for it to be really hard. And I think part of the reason why getting over a situation can be so difficult is because, you know, there's not really space to be like, I'm really heartbroken about this because you never really actually dated the person it can feel invalidating but I think honestly like how many of us have been ruined by a situation ship? like so many of us and I think how did you advice- react
1: to your first situation crumbling
0: yeah I was not well I was not well for a really long time I thought it meant something about I thought it meant something fundamentally about me being unlovable and obviously when you're 19 and this like that happens to you and you really yeah. like someone and they do- they don't want to date you it's like yeah, that is crumbling and that is earth shattering and you feel like you're never going to get that again. And I don't know. I just, I just want to say in retrospect, like I tried to hang out with one of my situationships like three or four years after and we hung out and I was just like, honestly, like this is not doing anything for me. I know. That's a gag. So, yeah, that's like
1: my favorite gag. It was like is, any person you've had a situationship with, once you're over it, you're like, LOL, laugh out loud. Like literally laugh literally, out loud. Literally. And just knowing that so much of it is your
0: own delusion and like building this person up in your head is yeah. really helpful, but I think it's okay to scream and cry and- fall down the wall and tell your friends that you're heartbroken and let people hold you. And just like, yeah, like exactly what Lydia said, like you just have to feel it.
1: Unfortunately you can't run, babe. Yeah. I think my favorite thing about a situationship ending is like, and I guess like how I would deal with it now, even though it'd probably be a little less painful considering we've gone through it. Um, It's like kind of making a bit out of it at this point. I am I'm, 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 I'm like, honestly pro like, If you're going to feel something out, feel it at 100% and, like, make a show out of it. Because, like, also, I'm, like, this is the only time I'm ever really going to be heartbroken about a situationship because, like, God willing, one day I'll just be with someone. So I'm not going to be able to be heartbroken about situationships, like, again, like, sometimes I'm, like, it's so funny that I had a situationship with somebody who was, like a white musician like was like, like there are things where I'm like, that's kind of funny. And like, you should like relish in the funny and you should like relish in the heartbreak because like this is kind of a one time opportunity. Like, because you won't, there's only so many times you can kind of like grieve a ship in your like early twenties or like in your young adolescence. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you're going through that, like, just, like, make it a bit, get into it, like, call your friends, watch rom-coms, like, do the whole thing that's, like, kind of funny and comical about it, because it's, like, if you're gonna go through it, like, just do it at 100%, go big or go home. Any final words to the dolls about what they should do in their
0: situationships?
1: Any? My final words is don't ever be embarrassed about being in a situationship. I think a lot of times I feel embarrassment also post-situationships, because I'm, like, I've been played, I am a victim, but you're not a victim because honestly, like as long as you had fun, it's like this person also was doing you a service to a certain extent too. like, this person was also like fulfilling you in a lot of ways. You shouldn't feel embarrassed that you were quote unquote used. You should also be like, well, this person also benefited me and I um, was able to also like feel levels of benefit. So it's not that you were played or that um, there's a winner or a loser. There's someone that's coming in on top. It's like, just know that you enjoyed yourself the time is ended uh don't fixate on embarrassment just fixate on like getting your bag emotionally and like real money
0: <laughs> emotionally and real money yeah. um co-signed but yeah I just think there's no shame in human connection no matter what form it comes in and I don't think you should ever feel ashamed that a situation just didn't you know, transpire in the way that you would have liked. And all you can do is take the learnings from there and try not to make the same mistakes again. Like that's literally all we can do, babe. Yeah. And get hurt along the way, but that's okay. We
1: exist to save each other and we also exist to hurt each other. And that's the human condition. And actually last, 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 last thing. I also was listening to a podcast. I don't know which one it was, but they were talking about how like, if you knew after every heartbreak, you were closer to finding someone that you would actually connect with and have a fruitful relationship with, you would celebrate every heart- after heartbreak because you would know like, you know, let's say example, you only had five heartbreaks in your life until you met the person of your dreams. You would celebrate after every heartbreak because you'd be just much that much closer. So in some ways, like, you know, cheers to your first losing your, uh, your situationship virginity. If you've done it, mm-hmm. you're so much closer. You're literally closer to getting what you want. So be grateful. And, you know, I can't wait for the next. I can't wait to get closer. I actually get it. We're all
0: in the dating trenches. We are yeah. all in the like, it's not good for any of us. Thank
1: you so much for listening to like a virgin, our very first episode. Let Thank us know if you, you loved it.
0: Hopefully you did. Let us know if you're currently in a situationship or are starting, whatever the case may be, or if you have a historical situationship, let us know what your experience was, if it was similar to ours, if it was different, if
1: you're pro-situationship, whatever. And let us know what firsts you want to hear Our firsts. Every episode, we're talking about our very first, as we mentioned in the beginning. So it's going to be a long ride with like a virgin. <laughs> okay. Bye bye